Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN on a Wednesday hump day. Got plenty to get to. In-season tournament set. Final four set. Going to be out in Vegas. Bucks, Lakers both advance after quarterfinal wins last night. Pacers, Bucks on that eastern side. And Pelicans, Lakers on the west side. Be Thursday, the IST semifinals. Enough star power there. We'll be interested for sure back here at home. Tigers and Grizzlies both in action both on the road tonight. The Memphis Tigers at VCU and what uh, amounts to a must-win game. We'll talk about why. And then the Grizzlies uh, taking on a Pistons team. Things looking up for the Grizz. Chance to uh, win three of four if you can beat a Pistons team that's 2-18 and 18 and has lost 17 in a row. Our man Jalen Duran over there putting up some decent numbers, uh, but he's doing it in L's. John, I don't know how much fun it is for Jalen Duran right now. City Council going to hold off on that vote till December 19th on the uh, transfer of ownership from the city to the U of M of Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. We'll talk about that. Got a little sticky down there. We figured it would. We touched a little bit on that yesterday. And then a congratulations again to D'Angelo Williams. We mentioned this going out. Officially inducted last night to the College Football Hall of Fame, part of the 2023 class, and we tip our caps to him, the first Tiger football player to do so. Yeah. Congratulations, D'Angelo. Who knows when the next one will be, right? Heck I mean, of a class, too. Yeah, I mean, that's a very high honor, very uh, uh, distinct honor there for D'Angelo Williams. So, congratulations. No question. Uh, for putting on, uh, to him, for putting on for the University of Memphis. Big show today. Uh, uh, we're going to be joined by Mark Giannato, uh, hopefully uh, here in the studio, but you never know how that's going to go. Could be in studio, could be over the phone. Who's to say, really? Stick around to find out. He'll join us uh, by, by sea or by land. Uh, at eleven twenty-five, uh, at eleven, uh, should be at twelve forty. Let me get myself together here, brother. Not the smoothest takeoff, but you know what? It's not about how you take off; it's how you land. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's how you land. Right now, turbulence. We'll get there for you. All right. Adam Turnoff is going to join us at twelve forty. Uh, we'll talk to him about what has you know wound up being a pretty good NFL week, pretty good NFL slate here. There's a few yeah. I'm interested in. I know you like to take the majority of those questions, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I've got two here. I've got my eye on. Okay, yeah. If you don't mind. No, no worries. I mean, obviously, nice. the 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 premier ones are Eagles, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills. I mean, those are the 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 high profile games of the week. Uh, but, I got a little something off the beaten path. Yeah, there's certainly a few of those this week. So we'll talk to him about all of that. They have not one, not not two, three releases they have given out this week already. Uh, two of the three are disgusting. Just disgusting play. Do we have any idea on the ones he's given out that we've talked about on the show, like how well that's doing? I, mean, I don't. It I feels don't like a, it's a winning record. Exactly. I mean, I don't. I don't. Okay, have but we don't. I, I wish we had kept track. Yeah, but I mean, then we I, could really inform our, how great a service this is. Yes. To go along to compliment. Yes. The compliments that you give every week. The releases that they have sent this week on NFL uh, are Vikings minus two and a half against the Raiders yep. again. A game I'm going to be there for, so I'm going to be rooting doubly for the Vikings. <laughs> Secondly, they gave out the uh, New England Patriots plus six against the Steelers tomorrow night. Okay, so that's disgusting. And then thirdly, they gave out the Browns minus two against the Jaguars. It's now out to three. I understand that one. I can understand the angle there. Um, But possibly DTR returning and Trevor Lawrence likely out. You know, I understand the the logic there at home for the Browns and that defense. But I don't know what the hell they're seeing in the Patriots, and I am anxious to, to hear uh, what that is. Now, take us back. You're going to be at Minnesota Raiders. Yeah, Vikings Raiders. 
on Sunday. Is that a that's a three game, three o'clock game, three twenty five? What time? Yeah, three twenty five. Yeah. So it'll be. And you're not going to be wearing a Vikings uniform since you'll be rooting. So what a fake. Yeah, I'll be in the, I'll be in Raiders gear. But rooting for the but Vikings yeah, be weird. because of your money. It'll be weird. That ain't right, man. No, I know it's weird. That's, that's bad juju I'm already tied, going. I tied myself like, up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like you might as well put on a Justin I, Jefferson I, jersey. I'll, I'll end up rooting for the Raiders when I get there. There's no question about it. It's just the way I, I know that's the way it's going to go. Sick. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Because I like if, if they win, I lose. But it's like whatever. I'm there, and so I. But then I, you know, I'm going to be there on Thursday as well for the Chargers game. That will be a massive. This bet. dude's going to two games next week. Yep. Hold on, man. Two games. I, I need, I'm going to need to talk to Human Resources because I think you've been to Serbia, Aruba, that's right, Vegas for two. Ga- now in the same calendar year, I'm going to have to that's talk right. with Rebecca and Human Resources. Well, about I will be whether on. Whether or not we've crossed our time, I'll be on the show. I'll be doing the okay. show from uh, Vegas. Uh, well, thank God. Yes, I have my equipment. So don't. Brad, worry. are you ready? Are you ready for the? What are we using? Zoom and a mic. Okay. Well, that that'll be easy, right? Good. Yeah. I won't be able to see you. No, you won't. But you'll be able to feel me and hear me and yeah. you know all that. So won't be as funny. I won't figure. I figure. I, 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 what, what show else, won't be as funny. What else would I be doing from nine to noon out there anyway, bro? I might as well. You know, do the show. Make it easy for you. Well, thank you. You know, so we appreciate you working. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a good year, been a fun year, and uh, yeah, I'm going to cap it off with a with a week there in Vegas, the last hoorah before uh, uh, number two gets here. Fantastic. I got you off track. So 12:40 is Adam Chernoff, and then at 1:25. Uh, 125, Norton Heard the Fourth is going to join us. Where you like him. In studio That's is what right, I'm baby. being told. That's right. So we'll see we if did that it for you. comes to pass. So you can look him in the eye. Oh, no, uh, it's coming to pass. But uh, we can, we'll get his thoughts on the city council uh, and all of that at 125. So that's the show today. Uh, big one, as always. But uh, let's kick things off with a little thing we do and call over-under. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Under. Under. Let's start off with the VCU game. Margin of victory for the Tigers tonight, two. Over, under. Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, Better be over. Obviously, it's at uh, at VCU, at their stadium, uh, and this did open up at three and a half for Memphis, and it has been bet down to two. Um, I understand why, actually. I understand why. Uh, I mean, it's, I, think, I think it's a very simple thing to understand. It's, it's a... It's a it's a road environment for a Memphis basketball team that has not won on the road. I mean, that's just the truth. Well, you won in Missouri. Uh, me, that's correct. Good point. I, I, I've forgotten so. Uh, it's, it feels like it's so long ago. They they did win the first just game of the season. Just lost one on the road. They're at yeah. Missouri. Lost their most recent road game at Ole Miss. Um, so you know, look. I mean, you're you're not going to give a, a road team against a program like BCU too many points, as good or as bad as they may be. Especially with their there's a revenge angle there from a year ago. So I understand uh, completely and totally. I'd be I would have been surprised if the number had gotten out if it had gone from three and a half to four and a half to five and a half. I'd have been surprised by that. Um, you know, I, I just have not watched a lot of VCU. I'll be completely honest. Um, and that was Rhodes last year. This right. year, it's, it's a, a new Ryan yes. Odom. It's a new coach. Exactly. So and that's I don't part of the reason why they're four and four. This right. Is a, this is a rebuild in many ways. I just don't know. They did beat Penn State at their place. So I mean, that's and just lost to Norfolk State, which is two right. forty one at Ken Palm at home. Right. And so we can, you know, there's the McNeese State loss to open the year. This is a four and four team who's three hundred fifty first in the country at turnover percentage. They can't even hold on to the ball. There should be there. This is. Let's let's just. It's non negotiable. You have you have to win this game if you have any. You know, I, I realize there are going to be still opportunities for Memphis and plenty of them, but we can't keep saying that because remember, once you're done, basically with Virginia, because it's Vanderbilt and Austin P to close out the non conference. Okay, guys, and then we go into conference where there's nothing until late February. I heard you talking about it with Jeff. You know, essentially for the month of January. And, and most of February, until those last couple of late February, into March matchups with Florida Atlantic, we ain't going to talk about anything except, you know, if this team loses. Because you will get, you know, it won't be newsworthy having to beat everybody in the AAC, and that's essentially what you're going to have. My point is your opportunities to make noise are running, are, are about to run out here. And so, again, making this, which really will only make noise if you lose it, Making this a must-win. That's where you're at now. Texas A&M coming up on Sunday. Those guys are much tougher. And so it's it's a must-win tonight. And, again, you controlled them last year. They've been awful trying to hold on to the ball. There's every reason to win this and win it going away. 
they, and, and, yeah. I, and, and I, I would be shocked yeah. if, what, if what's going on at VCU, if this is the same sort of road environment that you saw at Mizzou and you saw down in Oxford uh, uh, last week. This won't be like that. VCU doesn't know what it is, and, and this is not a ranked Memphis team that's coming in where if you're VCU, you say, oh, here's our chance to get back into things. So I can't imagine it's the kind of environment they faced in their previous two road tests. Got to win this game. Yeah, look, uh, there ain't no doubt about that. I and Palm's got as a three-point Memphis win. I, th- I think it'll be more you, you, under control than that. Uh, are you identifying a little bit of value there on the two? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what your numbers make this game. I'd I, I lay it all down. You'd lay it all down? Penny got to win. First off, the toothache is fixed. Okay, that was a problem. We had a two-hour surgery, I believe it is. So Penny is back in his right mind, right? That's, and so oh, is that why he didn't play down, David Jones? Over the 5-5-50, five and five fifty, and I'm, I'm going to give him a pass on it. Because let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It's been a while since you lost two in a row. It's really been a while since you lost three in a row. Yeah. You didn't do it all the last year, lose back-to-back games. And so I don't expect this to be a situation where we're coming here tomorrow because if you lose, Brad, let me tell you what. It's trouble. It is big trouble. But what confidence are you going to have that you can win at Texas A&M on the road on Sunday if you lose this to this VCU team? Again, that is 351st in the country in turnover percentage. None. They're throwing. They're, it's, it's charity tonight. It should be with your talent level. And so hopefully some things are figured out and you slap a nice little press on. Everybody gets their money. And we move on to a a, a, a big opportunity on Sunday against Texas uh, A&M. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I, you know, I remember, um, you know, maybe seven years ago or so. I had a uh, I had an abscessed tooth, an abscessed wisdom tooth. No, the, the tooth can break you down. It hurts. And and folks, what happened? Well, I mean, it, I had to have emergency extraction. Mm-hmm. You know, because I it had was, one. Tooth. I had one impacted another yeah, tooth. Yeah, it was it was in, it was the most pain uh, I probably ever felt. Really, I mean, because it was not only was it a wisdom tooth, but it was you know it was it was abscessed. So I mean, they had to go in there like cavemen and like I mean just. <laughs> You know, and I didn't even get put the like sleeve or anything cast like that. Away when he knocks it yeah. out with the rock and the ice skate, they just numb me up and they basically just hammer that thing and out that of there. Cast away, y'all remember that movie? He knocks out his own tooth. Yeah, that's with Tom Hanks in the volleyball. Yeah. I, yeah. Need, I, I need you guys to. I, I want to say Memphis was involved you, in that, right? Memphis, Fred Smith was trying to give fifty million. To yeah, they got a product placement for FedEx in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a FedEx pilot. It's very, the guy yeah. was a FedEx pilot. True story. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. The box Helen the Hunt, I believe, was the love. That's of, right. Uh, Helen Hunt. Yeah, we're into it. We're following. We're with you. What I'm trying to say is that. You know, it actually makes it a lot easier to, to sympathize with, doesn't it? That you're 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 exactly right. You can't focus on anything other than the pain of the tooth. I got David Jones got twenty two. Yeah. I can't remember right now. My tooth hurting so bad. Yeah, Jones, get what? it to Malco. Yeah, yeah. You right. forget about your best. See, player. That's what happened. You, you, it's you do the opposite of what you know you would have otherwise that's right. done. You know, that's right. so um, mm-hmm. I think that's a. I always thought Helen Hunt was. It's a good angle. Yeah, great I'm, actress. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I like her work. Penny gonna win. Tooth fixed. Memphis wins going away. Over here, and Smooth feels great about it. it. This is the this is the toothache game. <laughs> no, that was the <laughs> last revenge. One. The to- the toothache game was in p- at the pavilion. Okay, we're past that. We're moving on. Okay, right? Yeah, it's okay. gonna be dental. It's gonna be a dental. And you, you remember that they did not lose two in a row last year? Oh. Well, yeah, that sounds right. Never lost two in a row last. They were year. like twenty seven. Lost and eight. two out of three. St. Yeah. Louis Seton Hall came right. two out of three. Beat BCU in between. They controlled them last year. This is a new coach trying to figure things out. Control. It won't be as raucous as environment as the last two you've been in. Go win. Don't be looking past VCU either to Texas A&M. You could look at this as a – again, if it was here, I'd say that more. Right. But mm-hmm. you got to be on your P's and Q's. You're on the road. This is a team you should knock down. Exactly. Period. Yeah, Chris Period. Beard, I, I'll say over. Chris Beard's not coaching VCU tonight. So. I'll say That's over. correct. Remember, that was Brad's – we did the five-year outlook thing. Chris Beard was that a draft That man bought pick. Chris Beard? He did. He was a draft But then pick. we got fired. That that did happen. I don't think it matters. He's incredible. Well, I mean, he is good, but you were bi- you were betting his future. Yeah, I'll, I'll and still so bet his future. Factor, I just right? saw him uh, yeah, yeah, beat well, a Memphis I mean, team that had no you business were beating on the coach that he is. I, think, I can't fault you for that. I think you kind we of didn't bought factor at the top, in though. the thing with the yeah. yeah. Oh, I, be- I def- definitely did that for a minute there. It got shaky. I think the stock is on the rebound. It but, is, but you're Bro, you're at a loss right now. I am a Chris Beard advocate. That man can win his ba- his way out of a paper bag. So are you are you, you holding you, the stock? You hold up. Yes, Chris Beard? I will hold the stock. I okay. think he's an incredible wizard. He's a wizard like basketball coach. Coach, right. if you need coach. tax harvesting, you I'm not could talking sell. about his right. morals. You're holding his, up Chris Beard, his, the coach. Yeah, right. Right. you I'm bought not, Chris. And I never vouch for people coach. personally. I, who knows what's right. going on with some of these coaches? I, I do remember. I do remember that distinctly because it was like sort of out of nowhere. You know that that Chris Beard got. 
got that. I, I do think he is a fantastic coach, but he is, you know, the the personal stuff is where he, why he's in Oxford. Like you know? a lot of successful people, basket cases personally, hey, awesome professionally. That's exactly right. That's right. Uh, now, you know, with him, it could be it's, it's more so like a, a, a domestic thing. But yeah, that's not again, not good. Again, no. You he's know. from that Bob Knight school, though. He's yes. intense. Yes. And I, don't just, I don't mean off the court. I'm not implying that. Right. I mean, you can see it on the court with his players. He gets you know up in your, that? Dude's got an intensity and a fire burning in him that's uh, much, much hotter than most of ours. So Runs another coach hotter. like that last night at FAU, that would be Brad Underwood. Very uh, snarly on the court, you know, uh, kind of an old school Western Illinois vibe. Good win for your lineup, by the way, last night. a nice win there. Yeah. I was hoping FAU for the conference could get her done, but they got they'll have plenty of chances, Memphis included. Margin of victory. This is the uh, Memphis parlay tonight. Uh, and an early tip tonight on 92.9 for this Grizzlies game. Be aware, we've got Gabe till just 5.30, and then you get the 5.30 pregame with Darbs. 6 p.m. Tip. So we got two Memphis games tipping off at 6 sure o'clock do. here. Uh, line for this game, uh, we're going to set this one at 2. So it's the parlay 2 for the Grizzlies. Over. Under. Yeah, that has to... Uh, <clears throat> that We've ha- had this one circled, Joe. It, yeah, yeah, this is a dub, right? I mean, there's just no... I mean, I keep hearing uh, Jeff and Harrington say... And they're, they're already making excuses, right? That, that Detroit's got to win sometime. Yeah. All right, 17 in a row. And I understand that point, and you're right. Doesn't have to be tonight. We've had this one circled. It's a must win for the Grizz. Yeah, uh, over here. What's the number? It's uh, two. 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 Yeah, yeah. open it one and a half. Now it's two. I mean, wow. look, we got two twos. What do you think, John? The NBA is uh, is stupid. Uh, I watched the <laughs> Bucks Knicks last night. Amen. And uh, both teams scored 150 points. Yeah. I mean, it's like a it's a dumb product. So I say that because well, you used to not like it when it was low scoring. Then you wanted more yeah. offense. Now y'all mad? It's too much offense. Come back to the median a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I'm saying? Like like 120 <laughs> to 115. I'm cool with. 146 to 128. We're getting yeah. a little all starish here. Uh, so you know, I, I, I'll check back in in uh, February, back when you know, hopefully when teams are caring again. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you know the Grizzlies. Are, this is a must-win game for them. They know it. The Pistons are. I mean, I don't even know how you get up for this if you're the Pistons. It's not like the Grizzlies are. A, I mean, they're like ten games below 500. Well, you get up for it by saying this is the one, don't you? If you're Detroit, I guess you could look at it like that. This is where we get off the schneid against this, this right. five win, whatever it is, Grizzlies team, five I, and fourteen. I'd feel better if it was like a winning team, though, the way the NBA goes. I feel great. We're ahead of pace. We're on the way to seven. I think that's. I think that's right because we got that Dallas win. Yeah, I think that's saying? right. But. Again, got to take care of business. Yeah, I mean, this was one of the two yeah, you're right. Now. I mean, you're only ahead of pace until you're not. You know, and oh, yeah. and this yes. is a quintessential NBA spot where you go into it thinking that this is an easy dub, and then you know Jalen Duran puts 25 and 15 on your head. And I looked; he's averaging 12.2 and 10.9 rebounds. That's six bets in the NBA on the rebound. Yeah, he's he's doing 1.4 blocks too. Yeah, he's he's playing really well for yeah. a bad, bad, bad team. Unfortunately, um, but I mean, yeah, they 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 have pieces though between Cunningham and Cunningham. Durant actually, and, looked he's not shooting it well, but his numbers are yeah. you know, points wise are decent. I don't know who else. Why they doesn't have. it fit him, Jaden Ivy, and then uh, they got a couple oh, of Ivy, guys. Yeah, you yeah. forgot about Ivy that fast. I mean, he's not he's playing kinda, well. He kind of dropped really much off of a the reason. map real quick these first couple of years, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. In terms of yes. uh, the way he was talked about. It's and a Bally, miss, isn't Bally it, Jason? Going out. Maybe. Maybe. I, I know a lot of people, you know, compared him to Ja in terms of the speed and the way he could get to the basket. It's it does, it's not anything close. Nope. Um, so far. Yeah, so. And his mom, of course, Coach Ja. Well, the guys this the morning too. were making it like this is Detroit's Super Bowl because they're going to win and get off the well, that's, schneid it, here. That's a point. So, like, like, they're going to they, be all over They've got it circled, us. too, but it's, 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 it's nine straight at home. They've lost 17 in a row, uh, in a row overall. Uh, Jared Jackson gonna shut him down. Mm. Okay. Did you, get, you look me in my? Eye. Did you no, hear I'm me? Not, I'm not picking. I'm not picking the Pistons. Jared Jackson <laughs> is not gonna let Jalen Duran no, and these folks got... clown tonight. Not Jaron no. Jackson yeah. coming off the what 37 he uh, just had. I would not pick the Pistons. Grizzlies gonna roll tonight, and it's gonna yep. feel good. Double t- both tipping off at six. Yep. Both yeah. two point numbers here. Yep. Both over. Both over. I think. Okay. I think. I think it's a. I think it's a dual victory, duo victory tonight for for the, the basketball tomorrow, teams. Hopefully. Yes. Let's go to our uh, very easygoing city council that's, uh, you know, all all just rocking and rolling and making things happen. Yes votes for the transfer of ownership of Simmons Bank. The listed number from our our staff here is 10.5 votes. Over. Under. Explain it. So is how many councilmen? 13 needs 7. Okay, 13 needs 7. Get that from listening to the great Sam Hardman on Jeff Calkins. Yeah, that was a lot of information. 10.5 votes. What do you all think? Um, if they'd have voted yesterday, it'd have got, right? it, it, it got it voted down. So it's it's good for 
Memphis, and it's good for this deal that it's pushed back a couple of weeks. It'll be, it'll be once uh, cooler heads prevail, and yeah, we either right. make a position on that board or we don't. Right. Either way, or give the again the city council some time to get its headlines and show the next mayor right that they ain't going to be the rubber stamp for Paul Young that they feel like they've become, or certainly Smiley oh, does no. for Strickland. Once we're done with that in a couple of weeks, yeah, I mean, I I, I figured, you know, what's the number ten? Of ten and the, a half. Well, it doesn't have to be that. Only need to be above, need to be seven. But uh, I have full confidence here that everybody will give you. Let's go over. Let's go over. By that time, everybody will have come around and realized that this is a a deal that's not just about you know it's it, it really is not. It's not just about the 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 transfer of ownership. It's about unlocking it for both. And again, when we're talking about oh oh oh, the should have you know the Grizzlies are the one with the leverage, so they are the ones that should have been served first. This serves to serve both. That, that's the next step to that, and that's what you've got to keep in mind. That's why, and, and most of those councilmen obviously recognize it. Some voiced it yesterday. You've got to take a step back, as our man Fred Jones said. What is best for Memphis, this is, and that's why you'll have over 10 votes. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. Cannot be any more clear. You, did, than you that. might have like one person that just wants to dissent, you know, just yeah. to have the one on the, uh, you know, JB Smooth, Ricky Smiley. Exactly right. Uh, <laughs> JB Smooth, Ricky, Ricky Smiley. Smiley. No, I keep, every time I see the name, uh, right, I think yeah, about same. both comedians. It's the com- And then JB Smiley. Right. JB com- Smooth, Ricky Smiley. Right. I think it's going to be over. There'll be one, though. I think there'll be one that doesn't, um, that doesn't vote yes. Just because. Just because. I just, I just believe that. All right, uh, Margie and I is going to join us when we come back. Okay. Jason has a uh, number of questions. Well, he's got a column out today about that city council. So we'll talk to him about, about that. all that uh, and more on the other side. Jason and John, are you trying to film ESPN? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Marginato is a Michigan man. Uh, has about uh, a month or so left in his season. Uh, so we will talk to him about that. That's right. That. National Championship Games January 10th. John. Oh, is that right? Uh, uh. Damn it. <laughs> Less than a month. One seed king right here. Less than a month. The king. Yeah. He's sitting great. on top what of a, all of it What a great reward now. we got. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, we punished you. We got you back again. Readamakecommercial.com. Uh, Listen to him from 2 to 4 here on 92.9. Um, before we get into the city council issues and, and Memphis basketball and all of that, um, how, how do you feel the way that the initial reaction sort of gave off, which was, like, oh, my God. Well, so, yeah, Michigan people have been trying to backtrack off that. Like, Blake Corum immediately after was like, no, nah, it was. And, like, to be fair to the team, like, that room was mostly, like, boosters and fans. Right. That reaction was the reaction every Michigan had, fan had. That's Aud- the reaction I had. Grown. That was the reaction I had. Like, I, I, I had thought in my head, I said, you know, the two teams I really – don't want Michigan to face in the playoff 
are Georgia and Alabama. I had said that a couple weeks ago. Yep. Those were the two teams I did not want Michigan to face in the playoff. And if you had to face one of them, hopefully it's the national championship game. And so, uh, no, I was not thrilled with the developments. I wanted them to play Florida State. But I think these two things can be separated. Like, I, I still think Florida State got screwed. I think I, I've always thought this. I, I said this on our show. Like, I used to do the rankings for high school football and high school basketball when I was a high school writer. Like, and I always did the rankings as most deserving is the best. Who had the best season this year? Mm-hmm. Undefeated Florida State or one loss Alabama? Florida State had the best year. Most deserving is best, but people push back on that because, like, I agree. If you put them on a neutral site right now, smash. You know, I'd rather play Florida State as a Michigan fan, very clearly. But I still think they should be in the playoff. I think, you know, I, I, to me, I can keep. I think in both regards, they should be in the playoff. Well, then my own personal keep, feelings and fairness. You'd have had to keep the SEC out. Was that right? Yes. Because Texas beat the SEC. The, the only reason the SEC. And, and, and we're not going to do that. The only and you re- understand that. The only reason the SEC is in it this year is because they were, they've been the best league in previous years. They were not the best league this year, I don't think. Who was? Maybe the Pac-12. In terms of like top to bottom. Like maybe the Pac-12, mm. you know, but like market was the SEC, and it's a testament to the greatness of that league that this the league the year they had was still a down year. They had Missouri top ten, they had Ole Miss top eleven. Well, the argument would be, wouldn't isn't it a down year when Ole Miss and Missouri are two of your four best teams? No offense to their fans, but I mean they were top eleven. But I'm just saying, isn't that a down year for the SEC when those are the two? Those are two of your four best programs. I'd say it, it was a weird year. I'll give you weird, but I mean, did the Georg- big- Georg- to me, Georgia. Did the same thing. Georgia lost any sort of argument because they scheduled the way they did. Just like Michigan, if they had lost a game with the schedule they had, they would have not made the playoff. Georgia was the same way with the schedule they had ultimately. Mm-hmm. And then it, it just it, it feels like to me, like why is Florida State's win over Louisville like a, di- a disqualifier, which is basically what they said. Like, they look like crap in that Louisville game. We couldn't get over it. Why is that a disqualifier? But Alabama's BS win over Auburn wasn't a disqualifier. It was nonsense. It was nonsense. It was Alabama got in because the SEC had like has done a good job establishing a great brand based on its play previously. Mm-hmm. But, for, but there was a pressure felt to, like, you know, as you guys said, they're the best league. When the reality was, eh, like they weren't good enough where you had like that you had to put Alabama in. In my mind, better than the ACC though. Better than the ACC. Florida, Florida State I, no, beat they, 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 two they SEC hear, teams I, on the road. Those teams did nothing. And LSU, if not Jaden Daniels didn't get knocked out, then maybe they do something and beat Alabama. But those were middle of the road teams, as you just said. They weren't even in your top four SEC teams. So in the end, it's middling. And not, and forget how this unfairness, because it's written into the bylaws that injuries do matter. And without without Travis, this team sucks offensively. It's just the truth. Well, uh, and you can write them out as a result. Stinks. This is a kid. That, that was 3.2 yards. Bama, per had, that's Bama so, that's barely beat South Florida and barely beat oh, Auburn. They've improved since then. I realize they barely beat Auburn, but they did something since barely beating Auburn. That's knocking off a Georgia team that was going for three in a row, 129 straight. You know what league sucks? The one that Michigan plays in. That league if sucks. The, if the injury thing's Mi- not in the, the Big Ten is very top heavy, yes. I mean, it, it's one team. Two. Ohio State's a good team. Ohio it's State, unfortunate. Ohio State kicked its quarterback out. Of the house. They threw him out like Jazzy Jeff. It's unfortunate, but not cry-worthy because we still get the best games, Mark, which you recognize Listen, and understand, I, oh, just like Dion. The Michigan-Alabama game is going to do a bonkers yeah. rating. And you're, pro- you're probably right. We got the two best possible oh, matchups no here, potentially. And, and we'll be happy a, with that. You, just, you wanted that in the championship game, and unfortunately it's coming in the semifinal. There's a little bit of the resentment coming into There's your There's no question about it. Because you're, you're mad that you're not playing Florida State. Yes. There's no doubt about that. I sense a little bit of that. <laughs> Did you, I mean, you're, you, you, I think both are true. I wanted to play Florida State, and I think Florida State should be you're, 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 look, in. Both I, are true. No, I, I mean, I it, it. it's unfortunate. I hate it for Mike Norville. I do. I, I don't. Like I don't, don't, don't want to like. I don't. I don't like being ganged up on. So I don't want to gang up on. Oh, oh yeah, Mark, we, no, we don't need. Well, that. I'll say this: the, the interesting Mark, part of it is, is Mark that, can take it. The yes, interesting part of this is, yeah, people said B- we're Big Ten truther. Um, the, no, the interesting part to me about this is, I think this is going to speed up 
whatever Florida State had in mind in terms of leaving the of ACC, yeah. I think this is going to speed it up. Like, I, okay. I, I likened it to, you know, World War One was always going to happen. But, like, Franz Ferdinand and his wife getting assassinated, like, sped things up. That This is, like, equivalent to that potential. Well, I, I got to... I gotta, Check that yeah. uh, to see if that so squares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't remember your, your, your world history? Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I remember the, the Ferdinand thing, you know. <laughs> I, I, was World War One really always going to happen? I guess at some point it would have happened, you know. But uh, who's to tell say? Your sto- tell your story. It's the thing yeah, of, uh, yeah. of our show. It's a basketball playoff, you know, assassination of Duke. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's all the- What is history but just an elaborate story anyway? Yeah, that is very true. And most of us were never around to independently verify that anyway, Jason. <laughs> I respect I respect your. I respect yeah. your. Nonetheless, I think it's. I think it's like a. It could potentially be a spark, you know that you know. Yeah. Especially come this off season, oh, you know, yeah. come spring right. summer, where you could see some. I mean, Florida State was already very vocal about how dissatisfied it was with the ACC. And right. we've well, seen they didn't, they didn't get left out because of the ACC though. That's not why they got. Well, left he was out. just saying the ACC is a I mean, crap it, it, it happened to be <laughs> the SEC. It happened, sure it happened it to be, but they, they, like when they were breaking down Florida State, no, but it wasn't they, like, they, all they played ACC. It's not good enough. Stanford and Stanford oh, yeah, and Cal a, and SMU is going to be bad. Yeah, like no one in the ACC likes that. Like the the people who voted yes for it don't even like it. Like it's it's it, it, not same. Even the people who like support it, it's bad. It's going to be yeah. bad. I will say that Drew, because Drew Hill's texting me. I, uh, I know, like, we didn't intend to go here. There are other things to talk about, but like, I, when it came to Alabama, you know, know, people love to talk about how oh, they barely beat Auburn. They did. They barely. I'm not going to deal. I'm not going to barely... Drew arguing with me. We're tagging in. We're tagging in. We're tagging in. Let me let me hear the point though. Well, the point is that we never we never talked about you know the the other. You know, the other teams and sort of what, you know, Florida State barely beating Boston College, Florida State looking unimpressive, you know, in various games throughout the season, right? Like, it always just felt like we were trying to find holes with Alabama, you know. Well, here's, here's my question. What if – I've seen this presented on social media, and I thought about it too. What if Mike Norvell had said after Jordan Travis got injured, what if he had said, you know, listen, he's, he's hurt, but, you know, he had surgery – well, it didn't say anything about it being season-ending. Talked we, around I, it. I heard you make this point. We would say the same thing we said about Aaron Rodgers trying to come back mm-hmm. off an Achilles. We'd say we saw Jordan Travis go the, down. We saw him be hauled off. You're lying, Mike. Could That's the what committee do that? Could the committee do that? He wouldn't have to lie. He just wouldn't have to say, you know, just don't rule. You don't rule him out for the season in some form or fashion. We're like it, I, I'd give it if he'd gone down and practice or something. We didn't yeah. see what we saw, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe like you know, you weekend you weekend at yeah. Bernie's him, you know, around the, the practice field. Well, well, like, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, I, I you can't hate for hide the kid, it. especially right. It's he like, feels it's like, like he's the reason. If, if, he you're is. not going to be playing uh, uh, Rutabaga in meaningful games. Rutabaga. Respect if, him. Yeah, I mean, right though. It's like oh, if if Jordan Travis was truly questionable, you wouldn't be playing Rutabaga in meaningful games. You would have him out there. And so at some point, yes, at some point. Point. He Roland Gardner. Him. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, hey, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Listen, hey, ultimately, it will be more satisfying yes. if they go through Nick Saban to win a oh, national yeah. championship. Think about how far out your chest will be then. Look, you, yeah. win, you win on, oh what, what, what is it, the fourth? And, and well, because I think Harbaugh's leaving after this year. My, yeah. my friends are all, but I don't think he's going to the Bears. Him and, have you seen the reports? Him and Kevin Warren hate each other, apparently. I did not know that. Apparently, like, stemming from the from pandemic, the when it, when he wanted to play foot. Remember, he wanted to play football, and Kevin Warren Kevin was, the, was the commish. And was the, apparently, they've got, they right. were signed. Kevin, is Kevin Warren at Michigan? No, Kevin no, Warren is the, the commish. But well, now he runs the Bears. President. Oh, oh. Yeah, so he can't. Oh, he yes, had been with yes, the Vikings because yes, okay. he had the NFL but I, experience. But then I'm convinced year. there's going to be enough NFL jobs open that he's going to actually. I don't think. I think the last two years he would have left if he had been offered a job. He just wasn't offered a job. Well, I'd hope to consider him as an option. You know. Um, but I, I don't think the Bears are. Even though it makes sense because he used to play for the Bears. You know, I've seen know. some stuff saying lately that Ibraflus may save his job, so we might not even be in the market for um, him at this point. Mm-hmm. But they, are, they look great. That would be perfect for him because you know. Remember at the beginning of right. his tenure, him and. Saban were, you know, would like sna- snipe at each other in the media, yeah. um, and and right. then Alabama kicked our butt in like the Capital One Bowl. I want to say four or five years ago, something like that. Um, so that w- it would be nice, but I I think it's going to be a really like, you know, I think it's going to be a really difficult game for Michigan to win. Ultimately, I have one more college football for you. 
went to the Tigers and everything else. With, no, with, no the, with the subdivision news and what's yeah. the proposal and all that and what it might mean for a for a Memphis and whether or not you can you can hang and pay the the ticket. You know, thirty thousand mm-hmm. per athletes. What we figured six million per year. That is or around about. Yeah. Um, that kind of commitment level. Where where is Memphis in this? If it is indeed, if it looks something, if the future looks well, something it, like this. From what I've seen, is that it's it could be a strategic decision in the sense that, like, if you're not, so if you're part of the club, so to speak, mm-hmm. you get to participate in the rulemaking and things like that. But if you're not part of it, like your players can still go out and get unlimited amount of NIL if they want to. And so I'm just wondering, like, what is the actual value of doing it? Like, uh, the value proposition of, you know, what, like, obviously Memphis would be part of the club, so to speak, if you if you paid in with all the biggest teams, right. uh, biggest schools in the country. But would it be, you know, but you'd be the bottom of that food chain, so to speak. The you'd, way bottom. You know, the way bottom. Would it be better to, like, have... Just, you know, maybe you don't get to participate in the rulemaking, but you get, you can, your your people can make unlimited NIL. Is that better? I don't know the answer. It all seems so new and kind of vague a yeah, little bit still. Yeah. Um, but, you know, $6 million would be like, you know, give or take an extra, that's like 10% of their athletic budget now. So, you know, you're, you'd have to come up with essentially, you know, 10% more. For oh, your, bu- yeah. your budget, right. at least, right? Um, to do it, so just ask Fred. Just <laughs> yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know how. How soon can you go back after you've asked for fit when you've after you've gotten fifty million? Well, what's, a, what's another six at that point? I <laughs> there mean, you go, boom. There you go. You I should, mean, hey, come on, you should Fred. be in like uh, development for a university. <laughs> I mean, that's all I what's would an, do. Imagine, say, hey. imagine being the person who has to go. You go, you know. It's just six million. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's if it, you're it, a regular Ren Baker over there, John. It's very simple. You know, we're sitting around. Everybody's at a. You know, we got to we got to raise. You know, da 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 da. Has anybody thought about asking Fred? Well, like that's what I would do every time. But the reality is, they need <laughs> like right you now. You said it for the thirtieth time. They need all their money to go towards this stadium. They, they're trying to match this fifty million. Like I, I think it's they're probably not going to be able to. I like agree that's with that. like the. Yep. If we're be like, it's great. I hope they do, but the reality is that's like a lot bigger than anything right. they've ever raised from an athletic okay, standpoint. That's more one. of a, I think a goal than it is yeah. like a hard fast. We have to get this. No, ultimately, if you start, raise, you know, they construction. Have, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume so. so. You know, if this thing gets passed in city council in a couple weeks, so after the season, right? We can start immediately. Was it twenty five? Uh, was initially the hope, and you're well. Did I hear you sound, say you think it ain't gonna make twenty five? It sounded like. It's st- it just depends the cash flow in terms of timeline. Like when I talked to Bill Hargrave and Laird Veach uh, the day the Fred Smith donation got announced, they were still hopeful to start basically after the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. But because of this new deal, and I guess I don't know the exact specifics, but they they – they were not hard and fast on we're going to start immediately after that, but they're hoping soon after the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And, but I, I think when this is approved, we will get an updated kind timeline. of timeline and yep. plans from the University of Memphis once once this city council. December 19th. Yeah, December yeah. 19th. It's going to be a big day for Memphis sports. That's the same day Ja returns also. Sure oh, wow. And it's Memphis, unless Virginia. Gilbert, unless Gilbert Renas is talking, he says yeah. it ain't going to be December 19th. That's kind of insane. I guess we don't believe him. That they would let. Did you see and what Gilbert said? You don't yes. Think? I okay. mean, the only re- honestly, the only reason I don't believe him, not to say don't believe him, but just view it as like it's, I, I think he might, I actually don't think it's like the worst point in the world, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if the Grizzlies were playing better, it would make more sense. Um, the only reason I kind of exactly I don't even. don't agree with it, not necessarily don't agree with it, but just don't think it's going to be what turns out to be is that Jaw's been doing that countdown on his Instagram, and like the countdown points to he's coming back on the nineteenth. Like you know he did that, and six. they need the wins to your point. Yeah, they, no, and like ultimately, like they're not in a position where like right. they they need all fifty. If Jaw can play fifty seven this year, like hopefully you can play. I mean, I'm. Maybe he'll sit out a game or two if you know, ideal, you know, in an ideal world. But other than mm-hmm. that, you know, he, you need him for as much as he he can give you here no now that he's back. Um, but no, you got Memphis, Virginia, Ja oh, coming goodness. back, and potentially 
the approval of this Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium deal all on the same day. So it'll be, big, be a big day for Memphis sports. Yeah, uh, I, I assume you expect that. To, I mean, wh- wh- yeah, nothing. I, I so I was there yesterday, and it was you know it was a little bit of a scene. I've been to some city council stuff and other you know D.C., New York, um, Ann Arbor. I went to like a you know like I've been to that, and that was probably the more the most dramatic of I've been to, not the most dramatic I've heard of. Yep, but. Um, no, I said this on air when I came back. Like nothing I heard yesterday made me think, oh, they're gonna kill the deal. It just very clearly they all, you know, they want to have their say. They want to make sure they, you know, are heard. And uh, that's what these next two weeks. That that's what that was yesterday. And then these next two weeks, they'll behind the scenes. I'm sure they'll iron out some issues. There'll probably be some more contentious discussions that just won't happen in public. And my guess is when they come back in two weeks, we'll just get presented like some sort of the same plan, but maybe like an amendment here or there or whatever, whatever to appease whoever. It's just how that's how government works at all levels. The feel, right? feel I got from reading your column, and, and you should over at commercialspiel.com, was that too was that, that Fred Jones, uh, Southern Heritage Classic founder, was, a, was one of the voices of reason down there just in yes. terms of, guys, we got to do what's best for Memphis. Yes, he was right. like – I. I used it as my lead because I thought it was really interesting. Like they, him and Steve Earhart were there to kind of ask them questions about how they felt about the deal, and um, both of them are in favor of it. You know, Fred and Fred's just you know like ultimately like you're changing who I'm dealing with on my contract. Just can I get some written something show me the, in writing? Show me the next contract. Yeah, and, and get, show me something in writing yeah. so yeah. I can. But you, right now, all that he's gotten is like just. A sh- verbal assurance. He, all he's saying is like, just give me so, give me a contract here for to look over. Man, um, and but then, so the, both them said their piece, and then it was like at the end, the very end, like this this thing discussion lasts like an hour and a half, and he like asked to speak one more time, and he you know and he he I didn't I had like forgotten or didn't know that he was part of the pursuit team the Grizzlies. to go get the Grizzlies twenty some odd years ago, and he was kind of like just reminding them like, listen. Institutional knowledge, baby. These are tough decisions, but, like, they're decisions. Essentially, he was saying in a nice way, these are decisions that need to be made, people. Like, you need yep. to, like, cut the – He was saying it in a nice it, way, and it was like – And I was like, I was like, all right, yeah, thank you. You know, Worth Morgan said it too, but I think it, it came off different coming from Fred Jones. Yep. Um, and so uh, I think it'll all turn out okay. Right. Um it's a good like it makes the deal makes sense. Ultimately, when you come to, when you when you sift through everything, the deal makes sense. They'll have to sort through this debt stuff. This twenty seven. That's the main thing to me. That could only the only thing that could maybe cause an issue is this. I think it's like twenty eight point seven five million in like debt payment. But it's debt payment you pay over forty seven years, and like based on what they're going to save on a year to year basis, operating wise, like. You'll cover that twenty seven, yeah. twenty eight million over time. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like in the next yeah. ten years, if as long as Memphis owns it for the next ten years. But you know, I, it was dramatic, and like some of it was, you know, like JB Smiley. I think was making a clear, you know, he's he's going to be the chair of the city council, and there's a new mayor coming in, and I think he was kind of like trying to assert, like this is, you know, you're not going to just walk o- walk all over me type right. of deal. And, like, I understand, you know, like, he's a politician. Like, I understand where that's coming from. I wish he would use a different issue to do it. But nonetheless, like, I understand it. And ultimately, I think they were being fair that, like, you know, they got just shown this deal and were asked to, like, vote on it right away. And, you know, if it takes a couple weeks for them to really wrap their arms around it, so right. be it. So be like, it. so be it. That's probably what should happen that's how the government should work you shouldn't just rush things through um and so ultimately they'll probably well, when be they, when they when you want them you know i think they should be rushed through the thing the thing i took from it well, that's though, what your mayor was doing yeah the, I, which i appreciate i i like backroom deals that don't get put in front of the city council as long well, as i, I think approve I, of them i i didn't Ultimately, I can understand how everyone operated here. One, I can understand the mayor didn't want like thirteen other voices right. while he's trying yeah, to negotiate the a deal. In. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, there ultimately, though, should probably be a better way than he did it. I don't know. You know, I'm not 
in tune enough well, with the machinations of city government we're to know. We're outgoing, though, baby. We're following yeah. guns blazing. Yeah. We'll get the like, checks and balances be a better back way. on with, yeah. with Paul Young to start. <laughs> yeah. You know and what then I, mean? I understand why the city council was kind of annoyed with how <laughs> with how that all happened. The thing I'm thing I did take away though from it, and what I hope he can get across is like what I did feel like is like I felt like I knew more about these stadium deals and the FedEx Forum situation than most of these city council members. Well, we gotta we gotta do better and on that. and I hope after what happened yesterday, they realize what an important issue this all is, and like all of them need to be like really in Locked tune in. with the details. Yeah, one of because like you thought much, that was yeah. contentious, like it's going to be even more sort of tenuous. As they figure out the Grizzlies part of this over the next whatever it ends up being. And I know I thought the, the honestly the most newsworthy thing out of that thing yesterday was Chase Carlisle, the councilman, saying they've got a two hundred million dollar shortfall, which had sort of been reported, but I don't think anyone had said it that directly out loud. And then no one had ever said this time like basically said we have three years. Mm-hmm. Or the Grizzlies are going to start to... Like, no one had given out that timeline before. Right, right. And so over the next, however long it takes, if it's three years, it's three years. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's shorter than that. Mm-hmm. But, like, these same city council, this city... Or I guess it's not these, because these some of them are outgoing. Um, you'll have a new city council. But, like, J.B. Smiley, like, he's going to be... He's going head. from vice chair to, to the chair mm-hmm. starting in January. These same people are going to be the ones who are going to have to hash out a FedEx forum deal eventually, too. And so that's that was like, you know, like I kind of in my column is is like we need our politicians to meet this moment in not just frankly, not just the arena and the stadium manner, but like in all ways. And they know it, you know, like everyone knows what the what sort of the talking points were during this election and what people, you know, with the crime and all that and. And I think these projects are a huge part of potentially giving Memphis the spark it needs to kind of get back on, you know, post-pandemic track. I think Richard Smith has sort of said that about FedEx Forum. Right. But I think both can can serve in that way, you know, because those are two areas, downtown and Liberty Park, where you can see there's like clear room for growth and you can do it there. Um, you know, they got, there's like dirt in the ground at Liberty park. I go to the children's museum all the time with my kid and like, they're waiting to put a ho- the hotels and all that stuff there. And I know from talking to people who went to that Memphis sports and event center, like if you, the, people liked that Memphis sports and event center when oh, they had awesome. events there, yeah. I know there was some issues with, you know, cars getting broken into a, a, at a couple events, but like by and large, the people I talked to said they had good experiences there. You need to put hotels around it yeah, if you absolutely. want to get these events get to continue yeah, to come can, to continue to come back. And oh, by the way, that's how you're paying all the debt on this stuff exactly. is like is building stuff like that. And right. so, um, and then so you know, this FedEx Forum project is going to be a lot more complex because it's also going to serve, I think, as a catalyst for some revitalization downtown. It is going to get very complex, and I just hope again. My feeling was sitting there, I was going, I know more than most of these people. Not all of them, but most of these people. I know more about what's going on than they do. And that shouldn't, you know, like well, I, I, totally hope it's, I hope it's, I hope yesterday was kind of a wake-up call totally to everyone agree. of like how important this is. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, it was speaking of important Memphis basketball in action tonight against VCU, uh, hovering around a two, two-and-a-half point line there in favor of Memphis. You know, VCU is clearly not, uh, this is not Shaka, uh, is there, some, is there some news? I was pointing out the 351 yeah. in turnover percentage that VCU oh, Well, it's oh, yeah. I mean, over at Ken Pond. This game, VCU was supposed to be the A-10 favorite, and then they lost Mike Rhodes, Mike Rhodes and right. they lost, well, and Ace Baldwin, their best player, the like player of the year in the league, went with them to Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they do have, I was looking at Sam Vecini, like there's only one top 100 draft prospect in this game tonight. Um between Memphis and VCU, and it's a VCU player. It's uh, where one is of those it? guys is Schmack Shulga. Yeah, from he's a Shm- yeah from Ukraine. From Ukraine, he oh, yeah. is the only top one hundred prospect in this game, according to Sam Vecini. Six five senior. Um, yes, but no, this would be based on what the results VCU's had so far. Um, this would not be a great loss. Now, Ugh. I'll tell you as someone, I, I, I'll be curious what it's going to be like there. 
I used to cover yeah. a lot of VCU games. No, not same atmosphere, right? Back me up that, that it was do- with the way this team's playing, right? Not- I don't know what it's like now. I can tell you, like, during the Shaka years. Oh, it's crazy. And all that, like, yeah. like that place was known. It's like a bandbox. It's, like, all metal, and it's, like, so it's, like, 8,000, but tough. it's, like, loud because it's all metal. Well, they just lost to Norfolk State there. Yes, um, so and they Ryan Odom is their head coach now. He was the coach at UMBC when they beat Virginia. Um, he's Dave Odom's ah, son. Ah, that's what. Yeah, that's um, what, he's it's his first year. Win. He was at Utah State mm-hmm. before this. Odom's son. Um, so I guess there. Yeah. It looks like it's been a tough transition. Um, but it. This is probably their. I guess they got Penn State there. No, they played Penn State on a neutral site. Yeah. This is probably their biggest home game of the year, and so. You're gonna. I, I suspect it's gonna be a good crowd tonight, even though they've been kind of underwhelming. Um, so, but this, you know, this feels like uh, you know, th- it's unfortunate. This game, this game should be better. Like when they scheduled it, it would, you know, it, it if they Rhodes keep their coach, Penny, right? Yeah. If yeah, they yeah. keep their coach, it's a, it's a, de- it's a pretty good game. But right. unfortunately, uh, it looks like VCU's. Underwhelming. Although I wouldn't be surprised to see them get it together in conference play like they did. Like they were kind of they struggled last year in non conference, not quite like this, but then bounced back and won the league and made it to the tournament. Everyone sort of had a different concern about this Memphis team and where it is right now. Just your your number one is you know is quite. I know you we can't hold you all day, but in terms of concerns for this team, what would be at the top of the list? To me, it's like that. The problem in that game the other day was offensively, like shot distribution like where you're going for your shots ultimately when it counted like their their offense isn't bad but like you know ultimately and i you know i'm not sure what the dynamic was in terms like penny said he wanted to go through javon quinterly and and all that and so i'm going to take him at his word but it was just weird how over the last 550 of the game it wasn't even that david jones didn't get a shot it felt like he wasn't even touching the ball involved um, and I didn't understand in. why that was allowed to occur. And so, like, I'm not that concerned about Jordan Brown because, like, I think as long as – all they need is either him or Malcolm to play well. And if Malcolm plays well, I think they'll be fine. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.